of Scripture, and Jesus said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And Isaiah 40, he says, Though young men shall stumble and fall, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. He says, they'll run, not be weary, walk and not faint. How is it you keep going? And it was so simple, I never caught it for years. She says, here's what I do. When I begin to serve the Lord in some area or I begin to feel weary and tired, she says, I just pause and remind him of what he promised me and that I am at this moment, I am at this moment drawing from his resource exactly what I need. She says, I just draw it by faith. I just draw it by faith. I just remind him of what he promised and I draw it by faith. Well, that sounds simple, but let me ask you a question. How else would you do it? You see, how else would you do it except thank him, trust him, ask him, believe him, and do what? Then step out. You see, so many times we wait for God to get us up to what we think we need to do his work. That's not faith. Faith is I step out where God told me to go, though I don't feel like it, though I can't see my way clear, though I don't have the energy, I don't have the resources, I think. I just have to step out by faith, trusting him that as I go, he will strengthen me. Now, you see, it all boils down to this. Do I understand how to draw from his inexhaustible resources? How do I draw? I simply draw by saying, Lord, I'm trusting you to enable me at this moment to accomplish, to achieve, to finish, to go through, to do, whatever it might be. I'm trusting in your energy and your strength. You know why we burn out? Because we do not draw from the divine, holy, inexhaustible resource of Christ, who is our life. If he's my life, then he's responsible for all I need to be all I can be and to do all I can do. He is your life. And if he is your life, you can do anything, everything, all things through Christ, which means everything, anything, all things, Christ requires of me, demands of me, sends me forth to do, ought to become, you can. You see, I can't doesn't fit who we are. Because, listen, omnipotence is indwelling you. And you have the key that unlocks all the power you need to accomplish whatever God called you to do. And what is the key? Faith. I'm trusting you, dear God, for what I need at this moment. And here's what I want you to see. You don't have to do it in your own strength. It all boils down to something real simple. Am I willing to say to him, Lord Jesus, I'm trusting you for your energy and I'm thanking you for it. And step out and watch him do it. Young men shall stumble and fall, but listen to this. They who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So, here's what he's saying. They that wait upon the Lord, you can't run, 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 run. Work, 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 work. Busy, 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 busy. And never take time to sit before the Lord or kneel before the Lord and open his word 
and nourish your spirit from his word and your soul, your spirit with him in fellowship. You cannot do that and walk in the strength of the Lord. Here's how he worked in Abraham's life. Here's how he worked in Joshua's life. Here's how he worked in Daniel's life. Here's how he worked in David's life. Here's how he worked in Paul's life. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Now, how are you going to work in my life? Same way. You see, this helps me keep my focus right. That my focus has to be Him. It is His life and not my life. His strength, not my strength. His energy, not my energy. His wisdom, not my wisdom. His sufficiency, not our sufficiency. And I want to say to you, no matter what your role in life is, if you will trust Him day by day and moment by moment, for the strength you need to accomplish it, you will succeed in whatever God called you to do. And Father, we thank you for making it simple and plain. Thank you for the wonderful example of the Apostle Paul. We can rely upon you as our life, look to you as the source of all that we need, and know that all we have to do is to believe you. And our simple childlike faith releases within us all that we need to become and to achieve to your glory and honor. In Jesus' name, amen. You're listening to In Touch, the teaching ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley. God has already enabled his followers to accomplish all that he's called them to do. Seek his will and believe what he's promised, and you'll find the Lord providing you with his strength. For further study on the promises of God, stop by intouch.org, and that's where you can listen to today's message again. Look for the link to Today on Radio on our homepage. And if you open our online bookstore, you can order a copy of Dr. Stanley's complete message, Strength for All Times. Again, you'll find these resources at intouch.org or call 1-800-IN-TOUCH. To write to us, address your letter to In Touch, Post Office Box 7900, Atlanta, Georgia, 30357. What do you think of yourself? Help with developing a godly self-image is on the way in today's Moment with Charles Stanley. Have you ever forgotten something God taught you when you were reading the Bible? When we take note of what God reveals to us, it helps us to apply it to our lives. With the Charles F. Stanley Life Principles Journal, you can keep track of your spiritual journey and be transformed by God's truths. This journal features artwork of Dr. Stanley's 30 life principles, lined pages for writing, a prayer journaling section, and more. To order, call 1-800-IN-TOUCH or go to intouch.org slash journal. In our spiritual journey, we often have questions. How do I know God's will for my life? Does God hear my prayers? Why do bad things happen? The answers are found in the Word of God, but how do we know where to start? The free In Touch devotional can help point you in the right direction with biblically-based content from Dr. Charles Stanley. You'll gain insight and wisdom through daily devotions, Bible studies, and more. The In Touch devotional, delivered monthly to your mailbox. Subscribe for free at intouch.org daily. You're listening to In Touch. If a believer receives criticism and praise in the right way, God will use both types of feedback to accomplish His purposes. Here's a moment with Charles Stanley. Our relationship with Him 
is such that he is loving us unconditionally no matter what happens in life. He will turn the difficult and hardship we face from other people's criticism uh, for our good. He will also enable us to take the kind of praise that we ought to receive and recognize that it's all as a result of his goodness and love and provision in our life. And so I think God knows how to work all those things into our life in such a way that we come out profiting from it. And if we respond to either one of them the right way, we come out you know, strong in our relationship with him, building up our self-image. And self, a good self-image is not a prideful thing. A good self-image is a healthy thing. Because if you think about it, Jesus said to Zacchaeus, who was a traitor to the Jews, I'm going home and eat with you today. He didn't criticize him. The woman caught in the act of adultery, he didn't criticize her. He, he's always in the process of correcting things in people's lives, not condemning them. Grow in faith and continue being conformed to the image of Christ with our Bible study resources at intouch.org. And if today's program encouraged you to invest more deeply in your relationship with Christ, we'd love to hear from you. Tomorrow on In Touch, the Apostle Paul wrote that he'd learned to be content in any situation, and most of us need to keep working on that. I hope you'll join us Friday as we search the scriptures for help maintaining contentment in all circumstances on In Touch, the teaching ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley. This program is a presentation of In Touch Ministries, Atlanta, Georgia, and remains on this station through the grace of God and your faithful prayers and gifts. Welcome to Breakpoint, a daily look at an ever-changing culture through the lens of unchanging truth. For the Colson Center, I'm John Stone Street. Jesus of Nazareth is one of those rare historical figures that nearly everyone wants to claim. You might say that just as God made us in his image, people have returned the favor and now remake Jesus in our image. In the 19th and 20th centuries, it became academically popular to claim to know exactly what Jesus taught while assuming that the gospel accounts, especially the miraculous parts, were not true. An assumption that was simply taken for granted is that Jesus never claimed to be God. Though the scholarly world has largely progressed past these scholars and their so-called scholarship, Jesus is still reimagined today as something other than Christ by many people. He's embraced as a political avatar or a lifestyle coach or a role that he was definitely ill-suited for, that of a really good teacher. Christians know that there's more to the Jesus story than all this, but how do we respond to these false claims about him? Well, a new video in the What Would You Say series tackles this question and offers three points to keep in mind. First, the scriptures clearly tell us who Jesus was and who he claimed to be. People who reject that Jesus was God have to reject some of the things that the gospel writers claim about Jesus while accepting others. But how do we know which parts we can trust and which parts we should reject? Often, skeptics end up keeping those parts of the gospels that describe the kind of Jesus they want to accept and end up with a Jesus they've pieced together. In other words, skeptics can be guilty of what they are assuming about Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Not only is that inconsistent, but it ignores the fact that the gospel writers have provided a reliable account of the life and ministry of Jesus of Nazareth. Not only are the books full of eyewitness accounts of his life and ministry, the authors had strong incentive to rightly preserve and pass on the details they contain to dismiss the Gospels up front and assume that they could not possibly be reliable accounts means that we are left with no real sources about his life to conclude he was even a good teacher. 
Second, both the coming and the work of the Messiah were long ago foretold with prophetic details that were incredibly fulfilled by the life of Jesus Christ. In 700 BC, the prophet Micah predicted the Messiah would be born in Bethlehem of Judea. The prophet Zechariah announced that the coming Savior would be betrayed for 30 pieces of silver. Some psalms point to a crucifixion-like death centuries before this became a common means of execution under the Romans. Some skeptics claim that these prophecies were read back into the Old Testament by those in power in the early church. However, there are far too many details mentioned to be mere coincidence. The odds of one man's life matching so many of these predicted details would be astronomical. According to Professor Peter Stoner, the chance that any man fulfilled even eight prophecies is one in 100 quadrillion. Finally, the Gospels record the eyewitness accounts of Jesus' ministry, and one of the ways they confirm his identity as the Messiah is in recording the miracles that Jesus performed. In addition to the miraculous prophetic detail, Jesus performed miracles during his earthly ministry that were attested to by eyewitnesses and recorded in the scripture and history. Even his enemies who denied that he was the Messiah never disputed that Jesus of Nazareth performed miracles and wonders. In fact, after the crucifixion and resurrection, Peter, in the Pentecost sermon to the crowd in Jerusalem, reminded his audience that Jesus had fed 5,000 people, had restored sight to the blind, and had raised the dead to life. Peter claimed that all these miracles were done by Jesus in your midst. Look, Jesus didn't simply come to show us the way. He claimed to be the way, the only way to God. To see this video in our What Would You Say series and others like it, go to whatwouldyousay.org. For Breakpoint, I'm John Stone Street. For more resources to live like a Christian today, go to breakpoint.org.